Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Positively Wrestling Evolved. Back like we never left. Positively Wrestling Evolved. Back with you this week. Tim Kennard, I am your host, and with me, my co-host, Stephen Davidson. Are you having a good week, Steve? I am. I heard there at the beginning of the show, right there, counting down from 10. I'm getting ready, Tim. I'm going to count down from 10. What did you get today? What did you score today? I scored a ticket to the Royal Rumble in San Antonio. I'm ready. I'm ready to count down from 10, 56 times. I'm ready to point at some WrestleMania signs. Yes. Yes. Um, So much better than t-shirt time, which we're coming along at WWE. Yes. Survivor Series. Yes. But that's awesome. uh, You're going to get to go to the Rumble. I'm going to go to the Rumble. I'm not taking one damn sign. No signs, no signs. No signs. I'm not doing it. Wouldn't probably not in a position to be on TV anyway, but even if I was, nope, not doing it this nope. time. Just gonna <laughs> go and have fun and enjoy myself. And uh I think it's gonna be, I think Triple H is gonna, it's just the first Triple H Royal Rumble. I think he's gonna make yeah. it good. I kind of think th- this is gonna be the first time in a while where we're not sitting there going, Oh, it's gonna be one of these two or three people that are gonna win. Yeah, except Cody Rose is gonna win. <laughs> Well, for the man, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Women um, a little less predictable. I don't think he'll do a repeat winner. So I think it'll be somebody new. So it should be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward uh, to Rumble. You're obviously really looking forward to it. Yes. You're going. So, yes. Um, I'll be here seeing if I can spot you somewhere in the crowd. <laughs> right. 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 Um, By then, yeah, you may owe me another awesome. pizza. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a way. That's possible. It's yeah. possible. Um. But but my disappointment, you're going to the Rumble. We can't play that awesome Rumble game we did a few years ago that I, I, I really like to do again. Oh, Everybody yeah. Gave everybody points. Yes. Yep. That's true. That was fun. Well, because oh, well, I life, won. So life. it was definitely fun. <laughs> life is full of disappointments. That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah. So what a week for wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Little, little bit. Um, Lots of, I mean, some great pay-per-views over the weekend mm-hmm. or premium live events for the mm-hmm. WWE, that is. Um, but uh, obviously, a lot of it's being overshadowed by AEW and the CM Punk situation. Yeah. Um, which we're not going to go into detail that. Obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you've you've read, you know what's going on. We have this nothing is, to add to it. Yeah. Um, we're not here to put our opinions out for that. But my question around all this because it seems like this is forcing Tony Khan and AEW to kind of hard reset. Um, At least that's what it seemed like watching Dynamite this week. Do you think, and this is my question as it uh, relates to this, do you think that this hard reset could be a good thing for the women's division in AEW? Do you think this could make him say hey we need to start utilizing this more uh i i don't see any sign of that 
I I think he will see the women as having largely nothing to do with any of this. Um, I would love that. Um, but I don't know. We still just got like one women's match. Yeah, Tony had her first defense of the interim women's championship against um, uh, Penelope Ford. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a defense though, right? It was non. Oh yeah, not a defense, yeah. just a, yeah. a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but good match. I, Penelope yeah. Ford uh, um, is, I think, uh, one of those kind of underrated uh, hands in the ring. I think she's, she's really good. In the she's ring. good enough. I think she's good yeah. enough in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good opponent. Like I, you know, I don't know that she's title worthy and and has that level, but um, she can complement someone very well in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, and my 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 thinking is is because obviously, Punk, the Young Bucks, Omega, several others suspended. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, who knows for how long? But the amount of time over the past year during the shows that have been dedicated to the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega before he was injured and recently, and same thing with CM Punk, you have to fill that with something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity for them to start featuring the women more. That that would be great. Um, I hope so. Even if it's just an extra match, right? <laughs> Give us two on Dynamite. Give us, yeah. You know, I mean, we usually get one on Rampage, but still, let's up to two on Dynamite and hell, two on Rampage. Let's Lately, <laughs> the Rampage. I mean, the last couple of weeks they've been mixed tags, not even women's matches. Oh yeah, because it's been um, Sammy and Ty defending the mixed tag belts or or facing not they defended at the pay-per-view but they just faced ruby and ortiz okay for two straight weeks yeah but yeah but hopefully fingers crossed well i mean obviously just days after the first dot you know the first dynamite after all this controversy who knows and there's so much still pending right about this situation lord only knows yeah but what an exciting time for us yeah no (laughs) kidding what a crazy year it's been yeah, but let's uh, let's jump off with the show proper. Let's get some math-based wrestling. Let's hear about these numbers uh, and uh, what they did for us this past week in women's wrestling. See, normally if you go one-on-one. <laughs> All right, well, this is only one week this time. Um, huh. we, we managed to record this week. Two weeks in a row. We're doing pretty good. I know. Um, although we're late. Sorry, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> my fault tonight. Um, so 43 matches this time. It's 16 stardom, 13 AEW, 5 NXT, 3 WWE, 3 Impact, 2 NWA, 1 NXT UK. It's the last time you'll hear that. Yep. For a total of five hours, 55 minutes, and seven seconds. It's down 11.6% from last week, but the match average is up 2.9% to eight minutes and 16 seconds. So not bad. Uh, the shortest match was on Dark Elevation, Julia Hart against Dallas Crowley in 2 minutes, 27 seconds. The longest match was a clash at the castle as Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky defeated Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Bianca Belair in 18 minutes, 44 mm. seconds. So uh, longer than any of the stardom matches. So not bad there. Wow. Yeah, uh, we had some pretty good lengthy matches this week. We just had a bunch of dark matches in Dark Elevation <laughs> matches to balance it all out. 
Uh, if not for those, it would have been a pretty good, pretty good uh, match average this week. Excellent. Excellent. Um, well, let's jump in and talk about uh, the premium live events and pay-per-views we had over the weekend. Let's uh, start with what was first, and that's Clash of the Castle. Um, again, that, ma- that's, that six-woman tag. Um, and kind of how we predicted, we, we kind of saw Bailey and, or excuse me, Damage Control, as they have officially been called now, um, pick up the win. And, and they needed to. <laughs> they really needed to, since... They didn't have them win the uh, tag, the fem- the women's tag team championships, right? Um, but I thought the match was great. I thought it was good. It was really good. Yeah, and yeah, it was pretty obvious. In addition to you know coming off a big loss and not wanting a second big loss, setting Bailey up as Bianca's mm-hmm. next challenger. I mean, made perfect. And you sense. even said that you kind of saw that that's how it would go as Bailey would mm-hmm. get that pin and boom, there yeah. you go. Yep. But uh, um, it was fun getting there. A fun 18 minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, lots of great. I, I love everybody in that match. Yes. Yes. Um, then, of course, Liv defending her title against Shayna Baszler. Um, and again, as we kind of suspected, Liv retaining. Yep. Here. I thought it was I thought it was a good match. I like yep. uh, the groundwork that they did. I thought Shayna still looked great during this match. Yep. Um, but then I like that they let Liv have the a definitive victory. Yes. With the oblivion. Like it was oblivion, one, two, three, clean, middle of the ring, bam. Yep. Um, I hate that it had to come at a Shayna loss because yeah. I really want her to get rehabilitated uh, right. into that monster, that beast that we know she can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really... Uh, I'm glad that Liv got to have that nice, clean, decisive victory. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. pretty clear by the crowd reaction. Liv got a reaction, but the match, not as big a reaction as some of the other matches. Yeah. Um, and I think that just comes down to how Shane had been presented. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, she hasn't been presented as anything. So, you know, the crowd had no reason to think really that uh, she had a shot at this, which I know sounds weird, but not really when you think back to how Vince used her for years. Yeah. Uh, um, But there were moments when the crowd started to get into it. And I think with a little more experience um, from honestly, both of them, it it could have helped. There was a moment where um, Shayna was standing on the second turnbuckle facing the crowd and Liv had grabbed her wrist and started to pull her wrist between Shayna's legs and, hit Shayna's head on the turnbuckle. You remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was doing it over and over and over. And I was like, oh, this is going to get it. It's going to crowd into it as she keeps doing it. And they were starting to get into it. And then as they started to react to it, she stopped doing it. I'm like, no, <laughs> keep doing it. Keep doing it. They were getting ready. They were getting there. And then also when Liv got the uh, arm bar on, um, mm-hmm. they started to get excited. And I started to get excited. And then Shayna didn't really sell it like it could have ended the match. And immediately we all knew it wasn't going to end the match, myself included. And I was like, oh, she's not going to win with it. Like, it was a great spot. And there was a, an immediate gut reaction to it. Like, holy crap, they've got the arm bar. And then Shayna just kind of sold it like it wasn't a big deal. So little things like that, uh, if, if they'd been done a little differently, could have really brought the crowd into it a little bit more. But it was a well-booked match. And it wasn't a poorly worked match. Uh, but there were spots where... it a little bit of improvement could have gotten that crowd really wrapped into it. They wanted to be, they cheered for Liv when she got to the ring, they cheered for Liv in the big spots. They cheered for Liv when she won. Um, 
but throughout the match, just little tweaks here and there could have helped it. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't like was uh, commentary after the match. Both Byron and Michael Cole, two comments that I think they just, I just don't think came off well, is they both made it sound like Liv was super lucky to get this win. I didn't catch it. And I, yeah, like a Byron's like, yeah, Byron's was pretty blatant as just like, you know, she is just super lucky she came out with a belt in this. And then, and Michael Cole was like, yeah, she pulled out that victory from nowhere. Um, and she's lucky to have won. And I'm just like, that's not putting her over as your no, champ. <laughs> you know, that's not that's saying that she should have lost. I don't yeah, like that. No. Um, because I mean I understand that. And I mean, even going into the match, they were sitting there saying that she's like the quintessential underdog. And was right. like, right. come on. That that narrative needs to change, especially now. I mean, she beat Shayna Baszler yeah. flat out. No, no controversy, nothing. It was a straight up win with her finish. So yeah, that narrative needs to change. Maybe it's changing tonight as we're recording this. Smackdown's on right now. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, Looks like Ronda's going to get that uh, title shot, though. Really? Uh, we've got a fatal five-way. For Liv's oh, next I, I didn't tonight. see that they announced that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me pull it up and make sure I don't forget anybody. Um, but it's Ronda, Zia Lee, Shotzi, Lacey Evans, and oh, Natalia. MIA? I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, see. I almost think Ronda's not going to. No, no, no. Sorry, not Shotzi. Uh, Sonia. Sonia. Yeah. I almost think Ronda's not going to get it. Who would you? Because of, the whole, uh, because of the whole Adam Pierce thing, I think he's somehow going to cost her. Oh, he could. He could. Because um, I, I, I think they want to build. I, I think they want to keep Ronda away from it for a while. That way, Liv. Because if Ronda faces Liv again, I don't see Liv winning. I'm still not sure of that. I I just don't think they're going to have Ronda lose twice. To sure, her. yes. Or okay, three times. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go for a third. Um, they, they not could so do, close together. They could do something like that, and then have Natalia win because there was that stuff going on with Natalia and Liv that was never really resolved. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I, somehow I think Pierce is going to play a factor and Ronda is not going to be the one that comes out the victor in this match. Somehow. Okay. I didn't even think of that. You, you know, that sounds pretty logical to me. I hope I hope you're right, honestly. Because I think they want, I think right now they want to rehabilitate Ronda to be that special attraction, mm-hmm. kind of like a Brock Lesnar. Not that she won't be around that often, but they want, when she's wrestling, they want it to feel super special mm-hmm. um, and not like she's just another woman on the roster, mm-hmm. even though she's top tier. Um, and I think by doing the whole against the authority kind yeah. of figure, uh, you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And whether people perceive her as a heel or a babyface, either way, they're going to be fine with it. And they'll cross that bridge when we get there. But right now, it's I think it's more about uh, elevating her character back to that that real elite level of it it, it means something if Ronda Rousey's in a in a match one on one at a pay per view or something like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, she yeah. and she also herself came out just a couple of days ago and said that she likes not being in the title picture. Yeah, and that she doesn't think she needs to be. 
So maybe if, you know, if Triple H is hearing that, you know, he is, um, yeah. maybe he'll just run with it. Yeah. Save it for down the line. You don't need to blow her in the title picture again. Save that for, you know, those special matches, those special <sighs> moments. What would really um, get live over as a, as a true champion is if we had another entrant in this match, maybe, maybe, Oh, now I'm thinking it's probably too late. It may have already happened. Oh, uh, well, it's true. <laughs> they kicked off the show with it where it's a, mute, <laughs> right. it's a moot point at this time. <laughs> it's already <laughs> done. Um, but maybe Adam Pierce says, no, Rhonda, no, you're not in this match. And so that gets more heat on that. His promo last week was awesome, by the way. Um, yes. Here, who is Charlotte comes out. Ooh. Charlotte wins the match and then lives straight up beats her. That would be interesting, and that would definitely solidify Liv. Yep. Um, hmm. At uh, what's next? Extreme Rules? Um, yeah, Extreme Rules is next. I think. Is it, or have we already had Extreme Rules? I don't even know. No, it is, because right before Clash of the Castle, they had Heyman do the, uh, the uh, promo for the next premium live event, and it's definitely Extreme Rules. Okay, yeah. Um. Here that's probably what it. I would that that's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. I'd bring Charlotte back and have Liv beat her. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I'd be down for that. 100%. Um that would be some awesome booking. Yeah. Yeah. Or even uh Ronda's still in the match. But then he throws a new surprise maybe somebody else doesn't make it. Charlotte's in there. Yeah. Shenanigans and she keeps Rhonda from winning because it's a fatal five. It's not elimination style, right? No, it's fatal five way. Uh, I believe. Okay. I'll double check. I'm pretty sure. Fatal five. Yeah. Oh no, fatal five way elimination match. Ooh, ooh that makes it even more interesting. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, fun stuff could be had on SmackDown. Yep. I'm, you already know what happened. That's right. As we talk about this, you've already seen it. Yep. You're like, man, you guys are way off. <laughs> yep. on the money. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I'm excited to see where we go. And like I say, I really don't think Rhonda's coming out on top. I really don't. I hope, I hope you're right. Because um, that makes me nervous. Let's uh, jump over to Worlds Collide uh, and NXT. Um, couple... Uh, women's matches on the card here. We'll start with the uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Championships being defended, of course, by um, Katana and Caden. Uh, life of the party. <laughs> um, we call them. Yep. Uh, defending against Dewdrop and Nikki. And I, man, I tell you what, before the entrances happened, I was like, this is the perfect time. For Nikki A.S.H. to go away and her to come out as Nikki Cross. Yeah. I was like, oh, you missed your opportunity. You missed it all. Yeah. I, I would have popped so huge <laughs> if that had happened. Um, decent match. I like the match. Yeah, I um, thought it was good. They got some pretty good time, too, about ten and a half minutes. Really mm-hmm. surprised at the toxic attraction. Yeah. Uh, the involved i was like mm-hmm. okay that's kind of out of nowhere mm-hmm. um but it then led to a, a, another match we'll talk about a little bit later from nxt this week um but yeah uh and i just god i love that finish that uh yeah Katana and Kate the, did. it's still one of my favorite 450 
tag team finishers that is top tier. Yeah, top yeah, tier. It is. And it's good too because um, and this is not something that hasn't been said a million times before this, but they can do it on anybody. And they did. They did it on Dewdrop. It doesn't matter uh, if uh, your opponent's in a bigger weight class or yeah. you know, you're smaller wrestlers. You can do this move to anybody. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, we, of course, had the unification match, of course, as well with the NXT Women's uh, UK Championship and the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose, Mako Satamora, and Blair Davenport. This, I thought, I loved this match. I thought it was great. I thought it was pretty um, good, yeah. From start to finish. And there at the end, it was just like, I don't know which way they're going. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a time, there was a point where I thought Blair was winning. There was a point where I thought Mako was winning. Uh, and then Mandy Rose, there was good teases with her too. And then in the end, Mandy Rose re- retains and unifies and is now your NXT undisputed champion. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, wow. And again, and I, I, I text you, I was like, I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of hers in the ring with every week that passes by and every match she has. Um, For me, over the past 12 months, I think she's one of the most improved female wrestlers on any roster. Okay. I think based on where she was in the ring a year ago to now, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's a night and day difference. I think she's phenomenal in the ring now. Okay. I, I she's definitely improved. Definitely improved. I, I I don't think she's at the level of either of her opponents in this match. Um okay. but I mean she's definitely better than she was, yes. And she yeah. she's good. She's very good. Um I don't know, not the way I would have gone with this though. Um I, I think the length yeah. of her reign is is not proportional to to, to uh her um what she brings to the legacy of the championship okay okay um yeah of course we said we thought blair was mm-hmm. a lock for this we were both well, like I, that's who blair i picked <laughs> it, it was yeah. kind of hard to pick i didn't think she was a lock necessarily but i thought she was gonna win yeah yeah um but yeah it was it was kind of a surprise for mandy to to pull this out interested to see where they're going with mm-hmm. this, who will be the person to dethrone Mandy Rose. Yeah. There's still um, lots of good options. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's still been talk about toxic attraction and Mandy being called up to the main roster, um, which I would like to see. Cause I would like to see a, another bona fide tag team in the women's division on the main roster. Yeah. And I think Mandy has elevated herself now to where she could come back and be, a main event player in the women's division. I agree with that. Um, so we'll see. Um, yeah, lots of great options in NXT. I mean, Blair Davenport is still, I would assume is still going to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mako. I think that question is up there. We don't know again, how, uh, long-term she's going to be with NXT, uh, 2.0. Uh, but <laughs> or NXT 3.0 at this point, it's kind of turning into something mm-hmm. new again. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting, interesting, interesting. Because I thought it was interesting because, of course, other stuff that was going on, like you know, Tyler Bate and mm-hmm. Braun Breaker this past week, Braun had that line to him is like, You're NXT now, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so a lot of these people I think we saw are now folded into just NXT. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure once NXT Europe kicks off, um, did they say when that was starting? No, they suggested that it was going to be in a few months, but we didn't get a date or anything like that. Oh, okay. Okay. I would assume some of the um, NXT UK stars that they have may transition back yeah to europe especially if it's more of a they want to be near their home mm-hmm. homes and home countries so yeah we'll see but um but yeah i mean right now i tell you what triple h is firing on all cylinders right now mm-hmm. i am loving the emphasis on longer matches mm-hmm. yep so good um Somebody, I thought it was very interesting because you mentioned that Lacey Evans is going to be a part of that SmackDown match. After Vince left, that was someone or, who, huh? Or already was. Oh yes, or already was. Maybe <laughs> part we of don't know. Match. That's true. Could be over already. Um, but since the McMahon leaving, Lacey's been MIA. Yeah, and she was one that was one of those McMahon handpicked people. Right. That he wanted to push and i somebody had posted something like the number of people we haven't seen a peep from since the mcmahon incident is interesting mm-hmm. um or that we've seen very little of like veer and omas yeah veer omas uh haven't seen our truth haven't seen tozawa have barely seen the 24 7 title period right now some of these have Dana. been on main events some of these people have oh, been. okay yeah but as far as putting them on Raw, which they were right. prominently featured on, even in little segments mm-hmm. um, up until recently. But it is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm loving tri- what Triple H is doing so far. Yes. I'm 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 fully invested and believe that he is best for business. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yes. Um, now, All Out also happened this weekend, and not the controversy stuff, but let's talk about the women's matches here. Uh, We had two title defenses. We had Jade Cargill coming out looking like She-Hulk. That was badass Mm -hmm. entrance attire. Um, And she was defending uh, her TBS championship, of course, against Athena, uh, the former Ember Moon. And... Match was a little short for my taste. This was, it was a little just over four, like four minutes and ten seconds or something. Yeah, this I didn't see. I, mean, it. They, I didn't see either of these. I didn't see all out at all. So I, I, yeah, I did get all out. So I did watch them because I was texting you what was going yeah. on. Um, and yeah, it started great. Like as soon as the bell rang, Athena jumped her, hit her a few times, got on the top rope, hit her with the eclipse, and then went for the pin. One two and then was pulled out of the ring by the baddies now a in my mind i'm just like isn't that a dq because the ref was right there yeah (laughs) i'm like okay you could argue that he used referee's discretion in order to not rob athena of her shot at the title that's true that's true um and it's like okay so then we we kept going um, although I will say during that pin, Jade also kicked out before a three count would have fallen. Mm-hmm. She was starting to kick out. And I don't know if that's because she was afraid they weren't going to pull her out yeah. <laughs> or, or what, but um, 
But still, it started out hot and great. But then because of that, of course, Athena got upset, distracted, gets back in the ring. Jade gets the upper hand. Athena starts to come back. And then Kiera Hogan causes a distraction, which leads to Jade being able to hit the Jaded and get the one, two, three. But again, sub five minutes is that's just not it doesn't do any this didn't do athena any favors and there were also like 52 matches at the show or something like it was crazy when i looked at the list that is the one thing about the eight now granted they're only doing four pay-per-views a year so they're only doing really the quarterly thing so i get it they're going to be longer but you know you start at seven with your pre-show they had like three matches on the pre-show and then you have all these matches. And I think I text you about watching the Punk Moxley match. And that was after midnight. Yeah. I mean, that finished up, I think, around 1215, 1220. Yeah. And for me, it it's, not the, it's not the length. I'm okay with a long show, but if it's going to be that long, start it earlier. It's not the length. Yeah. It's how late it runs that bothers me. Yeah. Why not start your pre-show at six, your main show at seven? That way you're wrapped up before midnight. <laughs> yeah. And Especially if it's on a Sunday. Right. You have to be considerate that people may have to get up early. They have long drives home. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. And then the people there in the arena, good Lord, what a long day. Yeah. That is. It is crazy. But and WWE like, used to do this too. They don't, they're not as bad oh, about yes. it now, but they definitely used to do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's why I'm so glad that Mania got split to two nights. Yeah. Because Mania used to be one of those that they yeah. would, it was like a five hour show, six with a pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Rum- Rumble's on a Saturday, by the way. Awesome. Next year, yeah. That, again, normalized pay-per-views yeah. or premium live events on a Saturday. Yeah. That unfortunately, awesome. unfortunately, I do have to go to Texas. Yes. Unfortunately, Kev- you do have Kevin to, Owen, to Kevin Owens, right. Kevin Owens is right. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Texas yep. sucks. <laughs> Agreed. If you're listening in Texas, sorry about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you you know we're right. Yeah. We're not saying you suck. Right. <laughs> it's just your state does. Yeah. Um, but um, all the hate mail we're not going to get for this. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't even bother turning those alerts on, Tim. It's not going to matter. I know. Um, but yeah, the sub five minutes, that was a real disappointment. I would have loved to at least seen this gone, you know, 10, 12. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Or even, you know, eight or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Four and a half minutes just isn't enough. It's just yeah. not enough. Um, but there were three counter defenses because there, there was that mixed tag. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the mixed tag uh, yeah. with uh, uh, Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara. Versus um, Ruby, and uh, Ruby and Ortiz uh, for the scary third time spots in, two in this weeks. match too. Yes, yeah. yeah, and I haven't heard anything like that on Ruby. That was a scary looking spot on Ruby. Yeah, I do know that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything about with the neck because that drop okay. on the neck was. Yeah, she broke her nose. Um, yeah, she did get a broken nose uh, because of the the Taikeo. Okay, uh, I didn't see that. But I, I saw I saw the neck. That's yeah, that was really scary looking. Yeah. Oh, but hopefully she's okay. Um yeah, of course, Sammy and and Ty successfully defended their triple-A mixed tag team championships. Sorry. Um and that was one that was on the pre-show. That was that one. Um that's the only reason I didn't text you about it because I didn't join the 
pick oh. until after that was over. Gotcha. I, at last second, I kind of decided to get the the show. Okay. Uh, so I only caught the last pre-show match, which was the um, the uh, Ishii and uh, Eddie Kingston uh. match, which was phenomenal, by the way. <laughs> Just brutal. Yeah. But um, we also had the uh, Fatal 4-Way for the interim AEW Women's uh, championship or the number, number one, one contender, if you like to say it, <laughs> I'm, I'm never giving that up. Um, of course, Thunder Rosa, uh, out with an injury, and so they had to have this fatal four way, which involved Britt Baker, uh, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Ikaru Shida. And uh, I love this match, I thought was really good, um, loved it. Jamie Hayter was so over. The crowd wanted her to win. That's so awesome. Bad. Good. I mean, they weren't upset that Tony won. They right. were so happy that Tony won. Right. But when they had when we had that heat moment where it looked like Hayter was going to win, the crowd was ready to erupt. That's awesome. She needs to be the one. I mean, obviously she's not. Well, I mean, technically she could win that belt from Tony before. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa returns. Mm-hmm. Um, but she needs to be one of the next ones in line yeah. to be AEW Women's Champion. And then you need to run the program with her and Britt for the belt. Mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jamie Hayter is so good. Yeah, so good. She's great. Ring. Yep. I've been talking about her uh, for how long? And now people finally catching yeah. up, catching up to yeah. me. You're always behind. <laughs> Everybody's always behind me. Um, but yeah, all four, all four women, great job during this. Uh, and like I said, we did get that moment because Hater was about to win, about to pin Tony, and that's when Britt Baker yanked the ref out of the ring, stopping the three count. And then Jamie was like, "What are you doing?" Which, of course, then allowed some more fracas to go on, which eventually led to Tony. Uh, picking up the victory. I mean, it, um, it, it would make sense for Britt. Uh, Britt wanted to win the match. Like, I mean, yeah, like it makes perfect psychological sense, right? Um, but like during the match, they didn't go at each other mm. at all. They, mm. they, it was almost like it was two against one against one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then until that happened, there wasn't really any altercation. Okay. It was just, hey, we're both beating them up. And then, you know, there was a couple pen attempts by uh, Britt that Jamie didn't try to break up. Uh, so it was almost like we're going to attack them until one of us wins. Yeah. And then Britt was like, no. And then Britt's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you know? Mm. But I mean, still it makes perfect psychological sense, but it's definitely that Britt is using you. Mm-hmm. This is the Brit show, not the Brit and Jamie show. Mm-hmm. So um, that's going to, and of course we didn't get any follow-up this week on dynamite for that. Um, but that should be coming. I'm sure soon. Yeah. Um, like I said, they had a lot on their plate this week. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> to deal yes. with. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, congratulations to Tony uh, on when we're going to, revisit a little bit of this a little bit later and Tony's media scrum. But uh, before we do that, why don't we catch up on the five star Grand Prix and talk about some stardom. Speaking of five star, I was playing uh, 2K22 
earlier this week and being forced to win a two-on-one tornado handicap match against uh, DIY. Um, yeah, it sucks. I haven't been able oh. to do it yet, but I was using Rob Van Dam and I was doing pretty well and went up for the five-star frog splash on Champa, and he got his knees up and I, I exclaimed, God Van Dam it. And it's just such a shame that I live alone. <laughs> Five-star Grand Prix. So here we are. Yes. Uh, it's getting a little tighter. Mm. So uh, on the red side, we have a three-way tie for first. Ooh. With Azumi, Hameka, and Micah all at 10 points. Okay. Uh, Tom Nakano has made up some ground. She's at eight, along with Utami and Shuri. And my Sakurai at eight. Wow. Um, Shuri has lost four matches. Yeah. <laughs> She's lost four matches. Um, so that's been pretty surprising. Uh, She's lost two of them with under a minute to go. Yeah. But what was interesting is this week she won one with under a minute to go. So it's like they're using that as part of the storytelling. Mm, okay. In her in her tournament matches. So that's interesting. On the blue side, Hazuki's still in the lead, but still mm-hmm. only has 14. She didn't get any points oh. this week. Now, one of the two nights she didn't have a match in the tournament. She was in a tag match. But the other okay. one she lost. She lost to uh Amisare. Um okay. Right behind her now is Saya Kamatani with 12. Ooh. Yeah. Saya also beat Hazuki in the tournament, too. So if they were to tie, Saya would get the nod. Uh, so, I don't know. Julia's, Julia, Mariah, and Ami Saray are right behind them with 10 each. Okay, so, so still not... Uh, still a very close race. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. I, I would <laughs> love Hazuki to take that blue that blue block. Man, give me Hazuki and Tom Nakano. Uh, uh, Momo, of course, but I've given up on them letting Momo win this. I don't think she's right. cool. She's still sitting at six. Um, so I think for for my favorites, my my hope is Hazuki, and I think Tom still has a shot because she is just two points behind right now. So uh, I would love that, but I mean, if I get that, then I know somebody I love is going to win. That's the true. So, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I do get the feeling that whoever wins this and challenges Shuri is just not going to beat her. True. Because, go ahead. (laughs) It's funny, though, because it's like, whoever wins this is probably, you know, it's going to fight Shuri and will more than likely lose, which is crazy when by the time this is over, Shuri might have a losing record in this tournament. (laughs) Right, yeah. She's like she's taking yeah. all these losses, but when the belt was on the line, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Saki Kashima beat her, yeah. Um, but but the reason I'm thinking that is kind of because of what I've talked about in previous weeks. That before we like when when Mayu was champ, we we just had that sense we knew it was going to be Utami. When Utami was champ, we knew it was going to be Shuri. And right now, we don't have that feeling about anybody. It's not like we know. Oh, this is the one that's going to do it. And so I feel like maybe that's because they don't have anybody picked out yet. But didn't you say you thought Julia might be the one to do it? I I, I do. And you I had like, a thought that might be where they were going. Right. But that's just it. 
it might be where they're going. Like before, it was obvious where they were going. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I think she's still probably the most likely to do it, but it's not obvious. The, the, she's not clearly on that path right now, whereas before Uta- <laughs> Utami was and then Shuri was. So I don't know. I, I hope I'm wrong because I like Shuri, but she's not one of my favorites. There are, you know, six or eight on the stardom roster I'd rather see as champion than Shuri. So I'd like to see somebody beat her but i don't know i kind of get the sense that it's not in the cards for any time soon interesting uh any banger matches that you want to highlight um let's see nothing like we've seen the past couple of weeks with uh momo and starlight and then julia and starlight um um looking through skimming through right now um Natsupoi and Mayu had a pretty good one Shireen Hameka was good um Ami and Hazuki was good Ami Shirei and Hazuki probably that one was probably the best from okay. the past week um but it wasn't at the level of the the ones we talked about from the previous couple of weeks or so not all out like classic like those right, two were right but it was very very good okay yeah excellent uh anything big coming up stardom wise this weekend i or just normal shows i think it's just normal shows i can confirm that really quick because i am caught up and it won't spoil anything if i go to the it did seem like over the summer every other weekend i I know i know it really did (laughs) and sometimes it was every weekend (laughs) sometimes they'd have two oh wait hold on hold on where are we um what's it oh no all right, we've got a pay-per-view on Sunday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, we do. Man, I've totally lost track. That's how busy I am. Um, yeah, so um, we've got uh, tag titles and artist titles on the line. So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got uh, Tom and Natsupoy depending, defending against the Mariah and Ami Saray. Mm. And we've got um, Momo and Saki Kashima and Starlight defending against Hazuki and Kaguma and Hanan. Uh, okay. And then we've got some uh, tournament matches. We've got uh, Hameka against Saki, not Saki Kashima, just Saki. We've got um, Suzu Suzuki against Sayakamatani. We've got Azumi against Utami. We've got Unagi Sayaka against Risa Sera. Um, and oh, we've got Mayu against Julia. Ooh, yep. that'll be good. Yep. So Ooh. that's this weekend. All right. Cool. I was like, we haven't had a pay per view for like two weeks on Stardom. It's got to be one coming around. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually they talk about them like in the ring after right. the matches and stuff, and they just haven't been talking about this one. <laughs> it's been all about the 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 Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why um, it almost slipped me by. Yeah. But that's a Sunday. Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah to, Sunday to me, it's the, I, I think Mayu and Julia has the most potential out of those matches. That uh, Yeah, it does yeah. sound like it. Although I think the, uh, the uh, Tom and Natsupoy and Mariah and uh, Ami Saray. I think that that could be a banger as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just hope. <laughs> We're not going all God's eye here. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But I don't, I don't think want so. Them I think, to be belt collectors. I think Tom and Natsupoy have uh, momentum right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Um, anything else from Stardom? Uh, no. We'll have an update next right. week. Yeah. Well, let's move to the world of Impact. Um, and my all-time favorite, Mickey James. One last rodeo. Yeah, this um, is interesting. It's very similar to a well-known storyline from uh, 2008. Yes, and Ric Flair. Um, but yeah, she came out and she she's like, I want to prove to myself that I still deserve to be here and that I'm on that level. So yeah, I want, I want that knockouts championship, but I want to do it the right way. I'm going to climb my way up. But if at any time I fail, that's it. I'm done. And we had talked about the speculation, you know, the, how she was talking about the possible retirement and people were talking about that. And it's like, okay, this would be an interesting way. Now the question is with this, does she make it win the title, then get beat and retired? Or does she fail on the quest to the championship? Right. What's the better story? What's the story you think she wants to tell? Um, um, yeah, well, I mean, she's really starting at the bottom. She faced uh, Rachel Rose uh, mm-hmm. last night on Impact, who I've only seen wrestle two other times on Dark and Dark Elevation. Um, oh, okay. So she's really starting at the. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to insult Rachel Rose, but I mean, right. you know, she's she's not a, a household name in the world of wrestling. Um, I, I think she definitely makes it to a title match. My question is, yeah. does she win it? Yeah. Um, and part of that has to be who's going to be the champion. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, and I guess another question is, is okay. If she does win the title, does that prove to her that it's not time to hang it up and she still has a run or is it literally the first loss, whether I win a title or not and I'm out or one thing I'm not clear on if she wins, like is the title match, the goal regardless of the outcome. So does she quit? Even if she wins it, like Trish Stratus hires champion, right? Mm. And possibly, I mean, then, yeah. and that what a way to go out. Um, I couldn't think of anyone else that would be, you know, as deserving as her, especially on the impact roster to, to have that kind of send off. Yeah. When the belt and retires champion. Yeah. Um, and r- right now, Jordan Grace is the champion, but she's got a pretty big title defense at Bound for Glory. Yeah, and who, wait, who's she wrestling? Masha Slamovich. Masha, that's right, Masha Slamovich. Oh my goodness, who has been a monster mm-hmm. and unstoppable so far. Yes, um, she so, finally got taken to a decent uh, length match last mm-hmm. week against Diana Perazzo. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, in the main event of uh, Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so two questions Does Masha beat Jordan? Yeah, and then who would Mickey be most likely to beat, Jordan or Masha or neither? There's a lot well, yeah, of moving it, pieces, yeah, because we're not really sure about what the length of time here for Mickey's rise to the top is, right? Um, uh, obviously, it's not gonna be about for glory, that match is already set, right. Um, but does she earn a title match in the next two months, the next three months? Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, she'll she'll make it to the title match. 
match. I have no doubt. Oh, yeah. That. I think that's, yeah. I don't think you're going to have her stopped before the title match. I think right. that would be like, what story are you telling if you're doing that? Like, yeah. On, on the on the second impact of November, <laughs> she's done. Yeah. That makes no sense. Like, what the hell? Um, actually, I wonder what if somehow Chelsea became the champion by the time Mickey was the number one contender? Ah, yeah. That would be interesting in a yeah, callback. It'd be, uh, it'd be tricky, though. It'd be tricky. Yeah, I don't know how you facilitate that, but not, not that quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. I bet she would face Chelsea on the way. That's true. You could get that. You could do that about her... for Glory. Although she, yeah, uh, but Chelsea's half the tag champs. Yeah. Seems like you'd want her to defend. So maybe again, maybe well, maybe not about for Glory. Maybe the next one. Hmm. Maybe maybe Chelsea will be who she has to fight to become number one contender somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. would be interesting and a way to to cap that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, so happy, kind of sad at the same time. You know, if yeah. it was the last hurrah for Mickey James. Um, yeah, yeah. Another great potentially hanging up the boots at some point is yeah. always. Yeah, hanging up those cowgirl boots is, is saddening, especially when it's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, but God, she's given us so much in her career. Yes. And so much recently over the past couple yeah. of years. Not her resurgence has been amazing. Absolutely. Uh yeah. But a yeah. legend. True, true legend. True legend. True legend. True legend. Uh hoping maybe she's got one more rumble appearance in her too. That'd be nice. uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, I'd love it. I'll be there. Hey, Triple H, listen to the show, bro. Listen to my ideas. The last time you had Mickey in there as the Impact mm-hmm. Women's Champion and book her for WrestleMania. <laughs> Do it. Book that, that Rumble would, win. That would have been so <laughs> awesome, man. Oh, man, the marketing alone would have been amazing. Yep. But anyway, <laughs> let's, um, I guess it's time for, uh, well, no, let's, uh, uh, jump to uh this week's shows. Anything real big we want to call out from this week's uh, SmackDown or last week's Smack? Well, that was for Clash of Castle. Don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but this yeah. week's Raw and um, NXT. Um, yes, but later for me. Okay, I got you. I understand. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did want to because we I did mention it earlier. Of course, we had um the Toxic Traction mm-hmm. taking on Dewdrop and Nikki. Um, and this time, do drop a Nikki picking up the win, yeah, um, yeah, after so, arguing on Raw, yeah. So it's like, and that's in it, yeah, it's really weird because on Raw, they were arguing, Nikki threw her mask at do drop, and and again, in my head, I was thinking, okay, maybe now she comes back as Nikki Cross because right. she threw the mask, but no, she came out and it was like. Nothing had happened. They were chums. They were great, mm-hmm. and they won the match. Chums, chums. So yeah, chums. Um, so I don't know what was the purpose of all. This. Triple H and Sean got to get on the same page. Yeah, it's like guys, come on. <laughs> I, I think Here's I think DX. they are. I, I think they have a plan. I think it'll all kind of come together like the A team. Uh, I, I think this will be wrapped into it somehow. I like, oh, it looked like we were doing so well, and then they'll have some sort of crash or something. Uh, I, I think it'll end up making sense when it's all done. 
or what do you think that they're they're treating it as like well that's what's going on on raw but while they're on in nxt it, that's a separate thing it's not even not i, I think it will tie together at some point you think they will tie it in i think okay. they will. yeah it's not vince anymore i'm trying to give triple h the credit here yeah yeah, yeah. i agree um i hope so yeah. um again because i want them i, I mean maybe this is a, a way for it to to bleed into the main roster and tox attraction to come on to raw mm-hmm. or smackdown um so yeah yeah we'll see um it's all this is uh, sasha and naomi part of like new york fashion week i think this past week yeah, yeah. i saw pictures of that was killing great it. yeah yeah killing it uh, on the runway um still no idea when they're going to pop back into our lives like, on WWE in, TV. like everywhere else they're gonna show up as like goalies in the nhl they're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna show up everywhere except gonna, for wwe program they're gonna be the masked singer they're like it's everything they're, they're gonna be like unlockable characters in the next grand theft auto like it's they're everywhere it's crazy yeah it's like, but not on TV for WWE. It's like, nope. come on, guys, what's? But I, I trust that you know. Obviously, you don't want to. You want to bring them back when it makes sense. You don't want to rush them back if there's not a plan, right? So, hopefully, we're just waiting for that right moment to bring them back. So, why? Am, why uh, do we call Triple H Triple H instead of Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Because it's easier and quicker to say. Okay. So why did we write out Triple H instead of just use HHH? You do do that, don't I? We all do. I, I don't do it, but everybody else does it. I put HHH. I mean, he does it. <laughs> Makes oh. no sense to me. Oh. That's a good question that I have no answer for. <laughs> I just... And when huh. you write it out, it makes no sense. Yeah. Huh. If you if you just write HHH, clearly the H's stand for something. But if you write the word triple and then the letter H, what the hell does that mean? Bro. Bro. Well, it's kind of the same thing, I guess, you know, like with triple A. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. <laughs> but when I'm, t- well, I guess, because I, maybe it's like when you're typing or something, especially in text, I text most of the time how I would talk and because I would say triple H and not H H H I think in my, it's just in my brain is triple H. So I spell out triple and then put an H yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's the closest to an explanation I can possibly have on. <laughs> I'm a mathematician. I look for the efficient way to do things. Ah. Um, uh, but okay. Let's, um, let's, let, let's talk about our, our, our main event. We're getting back to the, uh, Tony Storm and some Thunder Rosa. Um, let's talk about some of the stuff that's coming out and speculation. I will say this is this is speculation. Um, it's been reports, but this isn't. I mean, it's, I've seen stuff on the Wrestling Observer, which I don't trust at all. Right. Um, but Again, I've heard f- other 50, people 50 speculating. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, other okay, gonna... can we just be real with them? Let's just be real with them. Look. 
yeah. for our final thing, we like to pick something that has some discourse to it. And all the discourse this week was pretty much not around the women. And this is the best we got. Yeah. So here um, we go. Yeah, because we could do an hour-long show talking about the other discourse. But yes. this is a women's show. <laughs> yeah. And again, um, we have nothing more to add to the other thing anyway. Yeah. I mean, I could throw out some opinions, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, but with Thunder Rosa, of course, injured, we have the fatal four-way. There's been speculation that maybe she's not as injured as she says she is, and that she just did not want to drop the belt because she has been unhappy with her booking and the way she's been presented in AEW. Now, somebody put out a report that she had requested her release. That was false. That was debunked. Yes. Sean Rassap said there is, she has not, she has not now or has ever requested her release. Yes. He played ghost hunter that, debunked. Yeah. That no, not happening. Um, but we have heard the reports of the heat backstage she has had with like Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Talked about that last um, week. Those, yeah, those stories have come from reliable sources, we'll say. So that seems like that that heat seems genuine between those right specific set of characters. Um, I had not heard of any specific heat between her and Tony, though. So I don't know how much I buy the she didn't want to drop the belt to Tony. Um, but I, I don't know. Now but, a lot of people have said, to, but you you were talking about to me. Oh yeah, now no, Tony Storm during her because they had a media scrum and she was one of the people that they did have in that media scrum after All Out. Wait, well I want to make sure everyone did know there was a media scrum after All Out, right? Right. You guys know? Did everybody know that that, that happened? <laughs> Just we want to be sure. But I think uh, the other interviews got kind of swept under the rug after the bomb. <laughs> when set, after CM Punk set fire to the place. Um, but Tony said and kind of emphasized the word in this phrase. And I quote. Are you quoting? This is a quote. Yes. Um, now, she's referring to Thunder Rosa, of course, in this. She she said, and I quote. Right now, she says she's injured, and she kind of emphasized she says she's injured. When she says she's not injured, she can come back and lose to me. So, and again, this could be them working. This could be working, you could know, be. that playing into the again, rumors. huh? Playing yeah, it could just into be feeding the into the rumors. Much like how Thunder Rosa showed up with a sandbagging T-shirt after Britt Baker right. put her on blast, and the internet was talking about sandbagging. Um, so maybe this is Tony and and Thunder Rosa saying, "Hey, yeah, no, go say this. That's cool. Yeah, yeah let's mm-hmm. do it. Put some heat on the fire. Make this." And again, right now we're hearing it's a back injury for Thunder Rosa. No timetable has really been given. I've heard two months but i think that's more of a guess that's not anything obviously from anyone who knows anything i think that's just a speculation um typically with the interim champions uh it's only a couple months that they're usually out uh before they unify and have the return i think what punk was out two and a half months maybe maybe something like that. Two and a half, maybe three maybe 
Uh, and then before that, uh, what was it? The um, TNT title. I think that was, a, was it even a month? I don't even think that was a month. It wasn't even that long. Yeah. That was, I think that was a matter of weeks. Um, so. And then there was a Deanna Perrazzo who couldn't make one show on one weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the ROH interim. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So I would expect that they don't think she's going to be out for a long time. Um, but it is interesting. Do you do you think there is any in your own, just in your opinion, do you think there's a possibility that she didn't want to drop the belt to Tony? Anything's possible. Uh, I, I mean, there's enough talk about her from enough people that I don't know. There's probably, if nothing else, then there's probably things she says or does that could at least be interpreted in kind of a non-cooperative way. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, now, whether it's intended to be that, who's to say? Um, we've heard a lot of nice, great, wonderful things about her from people too. So, you know, it could all just be misunderstanding and misreading what she means and her intentions and, and stuff like that. So I feel like most likely it's probably something like that. But again, I'm not there. I don't know. Yeah. I Again, we don't know. We're just reading what's been speculated upon and quote unquote reported on other. And, and uh, said, at, uh, and said at a media scrum that you may or may not have heard about. Yeah. A media scrum. Which again, where Tony may or may not have just been working. Yep. It might have been kayfabe. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's the most interesting discourse we could have on a subject this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For this, uh, and it kind of you know, we touched on a lot of it last week too. So mm-hmm. um it it will be interesting to watch it play out and see if there's any more, see how long she's gone, see what it's like when she comes back. Does she keep her title when she comes back? Does she lose her title when she comes back? Um, she did tweet out, it's time for a change over the last week. Thunder Rosa did. Hmm. Um, or something that's paraphrasing, but it was something either, if not exactly that, very close to that. Um, and I think that's what got people wondering if she'd asked for her release or maybe even been given a release. Yeah, maybe that's where the person decided to jump on that why I was like, oh, this happened, time for a change. I'm gonna leak a report that said she asked for her release. You know, because yeah. you know how these people are. Sometimes. Yeah, they just read it the way they want to and then report it as fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean it could be possible. Maybe she, I mean, there is maybe she does want to and you look at the booking of Tony uh, of, of Tony Rosa, <laughs> Thunder Rosa. <laughs> Tony Rosa. <laughs> Told you that should have been the name of their tag team. Um, <laughs> How would you book Tony Rosa? Tony Rosa. <laughs> Tony Danza's uh uh wrestling cousin, <laughs> Tony Rosa. <laughs> um but with Thunder Rosa and her title run has when you look comparatively to the way that they presented Britt Baker as a champion and the way they presented Thunder Rosa as a champion, it's night and day. It's completely different and not on the same level. Right. Um 
So I could I can totally buy Thunder Rosa being very unhappy. And we know oh, that she's yeah. been unhappy with her booking and the way she's been presented. Yeah. Um, is it enough to where she might think I'm kind of done with this company? Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? And who knows? Maybe it was one of those things because everything I was reading leading into this was like, Tony's going to be the one that challenges Thunder Rosa. That's what they're going for. And everybody was like, it doesn't matter who faces Thunder Rosa. She's dropping that belt at the next pay-per-view. It was kind of the consensus and the sentiment I was hearing. Yeah. Um, You know, and if, and obviously if it's on the internet, the performers are seeing that they know. Yes. And if that's true and she's unhappy, maybe she's saying in a, in a moment of being mad, you know what? My back's hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys have screwed with me for the past couple of months and this title reign allow me to, to return the favor. I've lost my smile. I've lost my smile. Yep. Quite possibly. I don't know, but I, I could, I could buy it. If that is the case, mm-hmm. I would totally buy you know, being in that position and mm-hmm. who's to say if I would do something like if I was in her position, maybe I would do that same thing. If yeah. I felt like I was being slighted like that, I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. But I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt though. Yes. I do I'm like Thunder Rosa. I'm with you. Yep. I do too. As everything I've seen, especially outside of AEW, mm-hmm. her work uh, with mission pro, her vlog, when I've seen her interviewed and talking on other sites, um and just her you know being herself and not on or in character for right. you know for a show or whatever has been amazing i think she's very genuine a very sweet person and mm-hmm. seems to be very kind hearted and one of the people that wants to help people especially other women's wrestlers i mean mission yep. pro speaks for itself um so i want to give her the benefit of the doubt um but again like i say if that's the case, the scenario that I laid out, I would buy it. I would totally understand why she would do it, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. Again, with the the house that Tony Rosa, no, Tony Khan has in AEW and the problems they've had with communication, with um, just how... Management in general. Management in general. <laughs> Professionalism. Um, yeah, you know, all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> To give my short two cents, I don't agree with what CM Punk did and how he handled it. I do agree with a lot of the stuff he said <laughs> as far as the behaviors that shouldn't have been happening backstage. My my favorite, uh, and I sent it to you and our friend Shane sent it to me. My favorite thing was the report that the Young Bucks kicked Punk's door down. And then the response, did they slap their legs when they did it? Yes. That was amazing. I will say my favorite is the dark side of the ring one that I sent you. Oh, yeah. The way it's worded made me geek out completely. Um, Oh, I know it's going to. Wow. Oh, here it is. Yeah. (laughs) There's a picture of Matt and Nick Jackson. It says dark side of the ring. It says, so we march over to his locker room and all of a sudden I eat a right hand. A chair goes flying. Nick's on the floor and Ace is eating Kenny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's just amazing. Um. You know there's going to be a Dark Side of the Ring episode about this somewhere down the line. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as the show lasts long enough, yep. then yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, they've had a lot of management issues is the point. Um, yes. And I think you're bound to run into these issues. I mean, 
when Cody exited, we knew of a hint of this mm-hmm. that was going on backstage. And anytime you have performers that are a main focal point of your product, also being in charge and executive vice presidents, that's never going to end in a good way. Mm-hmm. No, You know, that was the, I think that was a, a, a bad move in the first place. Yep. To have them as EVPs. Yeah. And again, I like Kenny Omega. I enjoy some of the Young Bucks matches. I I like Kenny a lot more than I like the Young Bucks, but you know, I think they're good wrestlers. I think Kenny's great, um, but doesn't need to be in charge, doesn't need to be helping run things. You need a management team to do that. Yeah. That doesn't have involvement in the ring, mm-hmm. in storyline. Um but yeah, uh, I really wish Tony would hire someone to come in and like be a manager of the women's side yes. of the wrestling. And that's kind of what Madison Rain I thought was going to be. Yeah, I thought that's what she was. A coach. Kind of I mean, they call her coach, but I don't know what that means in this context. Yeah. And maybe we will see some improvement now that Madison's over. There. Although it seems mm. like she's just been wrestling on. She's wrestling Serena Deeb tonight, I think. She lost on oh. Dark this week. <laughs> In a tag match. Yeah. I think she wrestles Serena on Rampage tonight, I believe. Okay. Or, or it might be next week. Uh, I okay. can't remember. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's tonight. I think uh, you're right. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, get your house in order, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do. Um, but, yeah, the Thunder Rose situation, give her the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll learn we'll more when see. she comes back, yeah. Yeah, I think we're still we're probably a good month out before we really find out anything. Yeah, if not Especially more, if the injury more. is legit, Yeah, which I assume it, it to a degree, it, I think it has mm-hmm. to be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say somewhere in the next three to four weeks, we'll probably have a better idea yeah. of where we're going. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much our show for this week. We're going to do our May Young Give Them a Hand Awards uh, for the week. Thank you so much. So let's kick it off. What was your match of the week? What'd you like? Match I match? was holding off on talking about this. So I could talk about it right now. This week on mm-hmm. NXT, we got Roxanne Perez against Mako Satamora one on one. And it was just a no funny business. Just a straight up wrestling match, and it was fantastic. Yes, it's my match yes. of the week. And it looks... <laughs> yes, I, I, I really dug this match, and I mean, talk about dream match. Yeah, I mean, a, Roxanne a dream, and Mako, come a on. dream match. I never even considered, like, it never even occurred to me. But when they announced it, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yes, like, why didn't I ever think of this? Yeah, but yeah, no, phenomenal, phenomenal match. Uh, Mako winning, but. That didn't make me mad at all. This was just a great I, I match. I expected it. I expected Mako to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, as much as I want them to push Roxanne to the moon immediately, but yeah, no, I, I totally think that okay would cause backlash. I think her beating Mako right now and and you know getting True. too many big wins like that would cause backlash against her. So I think that was probably the right call. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I see that. I see that. Yeah. You don't want that situation, kind of the Roman Reigns effect, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like, oh. You're one you you're trying to tell us that this is the person yeah. not letting us make it up for ourselves. Right. 
Right. Um, and it, it but, wasn't fancy. They didn't do anything fancy. It wasn't a match yeah. full of 15 near falls. No tables were broken. They weren't doing 450s. It was just a beautifully worked 12-minute wrestling match. That's all it was. And it was, uh, I mean, Roxanne was right there with Mako Satamora and looked like she be- didn't look like she belonged. She belonged. Straight up, she belonged. Um She's amazing. She's I can't believe she's only what twenty two years old. It's insane. No, yeah. Uh, the ring IQ she has at her age is in incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, Why is there no shirt? Yeah. What's up? There's no. Why merch. do we not I, have? You know what? They they, they advertise the NXT shop. I was like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, which is the same thing as WWE shop. It, it just takes you straight to WWE shop. But I thought, yeah, I'm going to look for some NXT. I looked for Roxanne. I looked for Cora. And I looked for Casey and Caden. None of them have a damn thing. Really? Not one of them has a nope. shirt? Nope. Your NXT women's tag team <laughs> champions. No have merch. No merch. None. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Save me some money for that rumble ticket. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. It's true. Um, but that surprises me. Yeah. As much as they've had in if, if, of push that they've put into Cora Jade and her character and everything, yeah. I'm amazed there's no Cora merch. Yep. Nothing. But and and even Roxanne. I mean, yep. she's been with them for three, four months. You don't have she, one shirt. She won the breakout tournament. And she was a break. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. That's just crazy. Oh, what's your uh, match of the week? Match of the week for me, and that was a really, really good one. But I do want to highlight. I really, really like that triple threat on Worlds Collide with oh, Mandy okay. Mako yep. and uh, Blair. I yep. really enjoyed that match. It had me. I was. I was invested. I was. You know. I was just into it. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, that last like three, four minutes where it was like close calls all around the corner. Anybody could win. I, I was just like, Whoa, you know, edge of my seat. I thought it was great. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, who is your, your performer? What's your, your performer of the week? Uh, I'm actually going to give it to Mandy for unifying those two titles. So yep. it wouldn't have been my call, but it wasn't my call. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> It happened, and uh, it's a huge thing for her. And she carries it well. She's got a great character. She's got a great presence. Um, I think she's good in the ring. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just would have rather seen somebody else win. But that's okay. That's okay. She did great, and uh, it's a huge thing. And she'll always have that on her resume. Yeah, and Wade Barrett, I know you listen to the show. You're stealing my lines. Because he even said, put some respect on her name. But that's what she <laughs> says. You stole her line. Oh, did I? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> but I've been saying it for months, too. <laughs> but um, for me, and I, and again, I, I, I think Mandy unifying is great. For me, I got to go a little bit more with my heart and a little sentimental to Mickey James. The announcement of the last rodeo. It's just, man. <laughs> yeah. Again, happy and sad at the same time of where this might go. Um, and it definitely means that we're getting one last run. Whether mm-hmm. it's with the title or not, we're getting one last Mickey run of what I'm assuming are going to be a series of great matches versus mm-hmm. 
an array of talent. Yeah. Um, and maybe some matchups we haven't seen. Yeah. I'd like to see Mickey and Rosemary one on one. Mickey and Jordan. That's up. Yeah. Uh, her and Jordan. Her. I mean, if it gets there, her and Slamovich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about that one. Yeah, I know. What a way to put over Masha. Yeah. Retiring Mickey James that title match and she retires her. Who? Yeah. Um. Again, Mickey and Chelsea. Um. Uh, there's there's so many, so yeah. many. Um. So I am excited for that. So I'm gonna give it to Mickey. Yeah. For that. What'd you love? So there was a five star Grand Prix match between Momo Kogo and Saki Kashima. Saki Kashima comes out. She has a new photo book, and uh, she comes out. And uh, she gets on the mic before the match starts and she offers to Momokogo. She says, I will either give you this autograph photo book or give you the two points in the five-star Grand Prix and lay down right now. And Momo's like, oh, oh. And she's really excited. And she says, I'll take the photo book because I can earn the two points myself. And then Saki's like, okay. So she gives her the photo book and Momo puts it over in the corner, takes care of it, puts it down very gently. And uh, Saki immediately goes for the pin, but uh, Momo kicks out and uh, Momo wins the match. (laughs) (laughs) So she got the book and the two points. She earned them for herself. That's awesome. Saki's out here. She's beaten Shuri. She's beaten Tom in this tournament, and then she loses to Momokogo. The only two points Momokogo has. And it's the only two points she has. Oh, yeah. wow. And I love that she was excited to get the photo book. That To me, that's just funny. Like, why? I would not want a photo book of one of my coworkers. I'm just sorry. I wouldn't. None of them. And I know some of them listen to the show. Sorry. You don't want one of me either. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> How are the sales for the uh, for the university calendar? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which month are you again? <laughs> oh, December. You know it. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's great. That's really great. Um, for me, something I loved uh, actually comes from social media, and Bailey. Um, she. I. I don't know if they put this up as like a WWE short, but it was. Backstage while they were on the bump um, this past week. And it's Bailey on her phone. I th- it might have been on her Instagram. Um, when she goes over to EO and Dakota, she's like, hey, guys, can, can you film? Can you film this for me? I got, I'm going to do this video real quick. She hands it to him. They turn around to Bailey and immediately she's like, Michael Cole, you are the worst announcer in the history of wrestling. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we are continuing the Bailey Michael Cole rivalry. That's fun. That's fun. I'm there here for it. It's hilarious. Um, there should be a mix. There should, yeah, there should be a mixed tag with uh Bailey and Heyman against a Michael Cole and Caleb Braxton. That would be insane. And I like, and actually, Kayla got in on, on the fun because Kayla wasn't on the bump. Um, oh right, and, I did see this. I think yeah. And then EO, I yes. think, uh, tweeted out, <laughs> "It's like uh, next time you can't do it, we'll fill in again, or whatever, or we'll take over for Kayla." Kayla was like, 
you know, you used to be one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. I was like, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Um <laughs> oh, well, Good I've got I've got a SmackDown and a Rampage and a level up to watch, and I'm getting up early to take my daughter to breakfast and then take her birthday shopping in Greensboro. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Yeah, what's your I'm favorite? Who you said your moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my moment. So that's our show. Um, next week we'll be back. Uh, won't be our normal recording day because I am working next Thursday. Oh, so lovely. We'll okay, to, that's me finding out in be, the moment. Yeah, another Friday, or we might record earlier if you can. We'll figure that out on our own. But mm-hmm. uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Check out that starter pay per view this weekend that's going on, and of course. Uh, you know, keep tuning in to WWE, NXT, and AEW for all the fireworks. Yeah. Whether it be with Triple H's great booking uh, direction or the fallout from All Out. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos. Yep. The chaos. Uh, but you guys have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week right here on Positively Wrestling. Take us out, Steve. Matane.